Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Happy New Year, and this is episode number 126 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Worship, Praise, and Prayer. I thought that it would be great to start off the new year with focusing on worship, praise, and prayer. I do believe that it is very important to our Lord, and we also see in Psalm 100 how we're instructed to enter into the presence of our Lord with this type of attitude. Psalm 100, New Living Translation says, Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are His. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever. And his faithfulness continues to each generation. So what I want to share with you during the month of January is a talk that I had given on worship, praise, and prayer. I cannot share the whole thing with you, but I'll share excerpts from it just so that we can do this very thing as we go into this new year. So thanks for taking a few moments to focus on worship, praise, and prayer to our God who is more than worthy to receive it. Enjoy, ladies. Okay, so now we're talking about these three areas, worship, praise, and prayer. Now, when you look at worship, when you get into the words that define worship, I'm going to give you one which is Hebrew and one which is Greek. Normally, when you get into Hebrew, it has to do with the Old Testament, and Greek is more so in the New Testament. But one Greek word in regards to worship is shakha, and then Greek is proskunio. And what they really mean is just to what? Bow down, to fall before. So when you think about worship, we are thinking about bowing down and falling before. And these are the two words you'll see a lot in the Bible. So when I give you Greek or Hebrew definitions, it's not because I'm trying to impress or do anything like that. What the purpose of knowing the Greek and Hebrew is to know originally what God was thinking and what God wants us to know. 
And so it's not coming up with our own def definition as to what we think worship should be. It's finding out what God says worship is and then for our adjusting to him. So when we look in the word of God, worship means to bow down and to fall before. Another thing about worship, it's reserved for God alone. We get in trouble when we start worshiping ourselves, thinking that we know it all, or worshiping other people. Worship should really be directed to God alone. And it's different from praise in that you can praise your dog for doing the trick right. Do you understand what I'm saying? You can praise another individual for something that they have done. So worship is different from praise in that worship is to be directed to God alone, Jehovah God. Another thing about worship, it's adoring him mainly for who he is. And that's one thing that's important for us to realize. Worship is adoring God for who he is. And we're going to see the difference as to what praise is. Another thing is that worship is surrendering every part of our lives to his control. It's dying to self and allowing God to have us fully. The one thing I thank God for is that my husband, William, and I have been able to travel. I'm in my 60s now, and since 1985, we have been declaring the word of God. And I tell you, we have been able to see how different congregations or groups worship, how they praise different, and how they pray different. And the beautiful thing about this is that God is a God of variety. I mean, look at all of us here. Is, is there a duplicate of each person here? Our eyes are different, our hair, our styles are all, all different, and that's the beautiful thing about our Lord. When he made a garden and a flower, did he just make one flower? No, there's flowers in the United States that are different from Africa and different in Hawaii. Well, we have a God, a God of variety. Could you imagine, girls, if we only had a pair of pants that was just made in size four? I think I wore size four when I was a toddler. So could you imagine? So why am I saying that to you? Because we're coming here to learn how we individually can pour out worship, prayer, and praise. So don't try to mimic someone next to you. When you come to God, you are bowing down and offering yourself to him. It doesn't matter whether the person to your right or to your left does it. You have got to be determined for yourself. I am going to worship the Lord. I am going to praise him and I am going to pray to him in the way that he is calling us to do. So as I go through this, you get yours as to how you are going to worship Praise and pray to the Lord. And the thing about it is, is that the way you do it may look a little different from someone else. But when we come collectively, it's a beautiful scent and aroma before the Lord. And the other thing about it, if we do it in the spirit and the way God is teaching us here, because what I'm sharing with you is from God's word. The thing is, if we do it in accordance with his word and with him, the spirit will not cause confusion. There will be no confusion. So even though we're coming before the Lord differently in our own way, it's going to be unified. Okay? All right. So now let's learn for ourselves. Okay. So we know here so far a few things about worship. Worship is a lifestyle. It's regardless of a place or a situation. Worship goes on seven days a week, 24 hours within a day. 
worship is not just coming here for a few hours on Sunday and feeling that you are worshiping God. No, God is saying, if you want to worship in the way that I've designed for worship, it is a lifestyle. It is something that you do when you're at the post office, when you're in the grocery store, when that person just cuts you off with their car. Worship. (laughs) Worship is a lifestyle, and it goes on and on. It is very important because what it is, is is that you're learning how to live and to acknowledge and to adore God for who he is and allowing him to take your life and make it like his. True worship springs inwardly. It comes from the inside. It's different from praise, which I'm going to explain is more outward. Worship starts in the heart, within the spirit. And what it is, it's in response to God's love. And so we know that the word of God says we love him because he first loved us. And so when we come and adore him and when we approach him and when we bow down and we give him adoration, it's in response to his love first for us. And it starts from within our hearts and our spirit. Another thing about worship, it's the highest form of worship is obedience to his word. If you want to really give him the highest form of worship, it is knowing what he says about himself, how he reveals himself in his word, and then obeying, adoring, and being able to follow what he says. And that's why I say worship is not just in a certain place, and it's not just a few hours on Sunday. When you're in the grocery store and you're trying to head to that line that just says 10 items, and the person in front of you has about 50 and they're holding you up, you can worship God by being able to have the right attitude. Do you understand? So I'm I'm trying to help us to understand as far as God is saying, worship is not turned on and cut off. It is something that we should always be adoring and appreciating for who he is. True worship doesn't come from hearts filled with sin. Sometimes we feel, oh, I just fussed that woman out over there and I was about to choke her. And then I just came in and I'm just singing, I surrender all and I'm worshiping God and I'm praising him. We have to realize you would never bring a lamb in the Old Testament before God that couldn't walk, that was lame, that was full of disease, full of fleas and ticks and everything else. You would never bring a lamb like that and sacrifice it to the Lord. It had to be a pure lamb without spot or wrinkle. When we come before our Lord, we need to deal with sin. We need to deal with the things that are in our hearts or in our spirit that are not in connection with him that would block us. Because God says if we regard iniquity in our heart, he will not hear us. And so we can't be sleeping with that woman's husband And we can't be going and cheating on our taxes. We work maybe in a retail store and we feel like, well, you know what, they're not paying me enough, so I'm just going to take that blouse anyway. We've got to watch ourselves. If we are going to come before a holy God and thinking that we can bring garbage and bring anything before him and think that we are worshiping, we have got to be careful in what God says worship is and do it in accordance with his will. Are you with me? Now, I'm not saying that to condemn or to cause anyone to feel like, well, then I just won't come. I just won't worship. No. 
we have an ability, and I'll share with you through Jesus Christ, to be cleansed from all of our sin and to be able to come before a holy God and to have our worship accepted by him. I trust that you were blessed by that excerpt from my talk, and I hope that you'll listen to the entire month. But in addition to that, please go to our webpage given at the end of the podcast because there's a new journey that I would also like to invite you to take with me, and you'll get the details by going to our website and looking at the video that I've put there for you. Please, I know we're all busy, but believe me, this is a journey that you're going to want to take with me. It's going to change your life. So get all the details there because I try to keep the podcast to a certain amount of time. I can't even begin to explain it to you here. So come on, it's only going to take a few minutes. Come check out this journey and I hope that you'll take it with me because I too am going to be working right alongside of you and I would love for us to be together on this. Okay, so I'll see you soon. And in the meantime, smile, Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.